0: Dragon Show, I'm just Emo Dragon, and today I'll be reading the story The Frog King by the Brothers Grimm because I ended up getting Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales, which is a really thick book. So I'm going to be basically reading a story at a time, and so yeah, hope you guys enjoy The Frog King. In old times, and wishing still helped one, there lived a king whose daughters were all beautiful, but the youngest was so beautiful that the sun itself, which has seen so much, was astonished whenever it showed in her face. Close by the king's castle lay a great dark forest, and under an old lime tree in the forest was a well. And when the day was very warm, the king's child went out into the forest and sat down by the side of the cool fountain. And when she was bored, she took a golden ball and threw it up on high and caught it. And this ball was her favorite plaything. Now it so happened that on one occasion the princess's golden ball did not fall into the little hand which she was holding up for it, but onto the ground beyond and rolled straight into the water. King's Daughter followed it with her eyes, but it vanished, and the well was deep, so deep that the bottom could not be seen. At this she began to cry, and cried louder and louder, and could not be comforted. And as du- and as she thus lamented, someone said to her, What ails you, King's Daughter? Your tears would melt a heart of stone! She looked around to the side from where a voice came, and saw a frog stretching forth its thick, ugly head of the water. Ah, Old Water Splasher, is it you? she said. I am weeping for my golden ball, which has fallen into the well. Be quiet, and do not weep, answered the frog. I can help you, but what, what will you give me if I bring your plaything up again? Whatever you will have, dear frog, she, said she, my clothes, my pearls, and jewels, and even the golden crown which, crown which I am wearing. The frog answered, I do not care for your clothes, your pearls, and jewels, or your golden crown, but if you will love me, and let me be your companion, and play me, and sip Buy you at your little table and eat off your little golden plate and drink out of your little cup and sleep in your little bed, if you will promise me this, I will go down below and bring your golden ball up again. Oh, yes, said she. I promise you all you wish, if you will but bring me back my ball again. She, she however, thought, how the silly frog does talk. He lives in the water with the other frogs and croaks and can be no companion to any human being. But the frog, when he had received, but the frog, when he had received his promise, put his head into the water and sank down. In a short while, came swimming back up again with the ball in his mouth, and threw it on the grass. The king's daughter was delighted to see her pretty plaything once more, and picked it up and ran away with it. Wait, wait! said the frog. Take me with you. I can't run as you can. But what did it avail to him to scream his croak, croak after her, as loudly as he could? She did not listen to it, but ran home and soon forgot the poor frog, who was forced to go back into his well again. The next day when she had seated herself at the table with the king and all the courtiers was even real- gold plate, something came creeping splish splash, splish splash up the marble staircase, and when it got to the top, it knocked at the door and cried Princess, youngest princess, open the door for me. She ran to see who was outside, but when she opened the door there was a frog in front of it. When she slammed the door in great haste, she sat down there again and was quite frightened. The king saw plainly that her heart was beating violently and said, My child, what are you so afraid of? Is there perchance a giant outside who wants to carry you away? Ah, no, replied she. It is, it is no giant, but a disgusting frog. What does a frog want with you? Ah, oh, dear father, yesterday, as I was in the forest sitting by the well, wow, playing, a golden ball fell into the water. And because I cried so, the frog brought it out for me again for me. And because he so insisted, I promised him he should be my companion. I never thought he would be able to come out of this water. And now he is outside there, and he wants to come in to me. In the meantime, it knocked a second time and cried, Princess, youngest princess, open the door for me. Do you not know what you said to me yesterday by the cool waters of the fountain? Princess, youngest princess, open the door for me. And the king said, that which you have promised you must perform. Go and let him in. She went and opened the door, and the frog hopped in and followed her, step by step to her chair. There he sat and cried, Lift me up beside you. She delayed until at last the commanded her to do it. When the frog was once on the chair, he wanted to be on the table. When he was on the table, he said, Now push your little gold plate nearer to me so we may eat together. She did this, but it was easy to see that she did not do it willingly. The frog enjoyed what he ate, but almost every mouthful she took choked her. At length he said, I have eaten and am satisfied. Now I am tired. Carry me into your little room and make your little silken bed ready. And we both lie down and go to sleep. The king's daughter began to cry, for she was afraid of the cold frog, which she did not like to touch, and which was now to sleep in her pretty, clean little bed. But the king grew angry and said, he who helped you when you were in trouble ought to not be despised by you afterwards. So she took a hold of the frog with two fingers, carried him upstairs, and put him in a corner. But when she was in bed, he crept to her and said, I am tired. I want to sleep as well as you. Left me up, or I will tell your father. Then she was terribly angry, and took him up and threw him an arm by against the wall. Now you will be quiet, odious frog, said she. But when he found out he was no frog but a king's son with beautiful, kind eyes. It came to pass that, with her father's consent, he became her dear companion and husband. He told her how he had been bewitched by a wicked witch, and how no one could have delivered him from the well but herself. And that tomorrow they would go together into his kingdom. Then they went to sleep, and next morning when the sun woke them, a carriage came driving up with eight horses, which had white ostrich feathers on their heads, and were harnessed with golden chains. And behind stood the young king's servant, Faithful Henry. Faithful Henry had been so unhappy when his master was changed to a frog, and he caused three iron bands to be laid around his heart, lest it should burst with grief and sadness. The carriage was to conduct the young king into his kingdom. Faithful Henry helped them both in and placed himself behind again, and was full, full of joy because of his deliverance. When they had driven a part of the way, the, king, the, of the, way, the king's son heard a cracking behind them as if something had broken. So he turned around and said, Henry, the carriage is breaking. No, master, it is not the carriage. It is a band from my heart, which was put there in my great pain when you were a frog and imprisoned in the well. And again, and once again, they're on their way something cracked. Each time the king's son thought the carriage was breaking. But it was only the bands that were springing from the heart of faithful Henry because his master was set free and was happy. So, uh, yeah, that was the frog king or iron Henry. That's what it says. So, I hope you enjoyed this. Bye. Ba ba da ba